welcome to today's podcast. Of course you did. I am your host, Brooke Alexander. Thank you so much for being here, for listening to this episode. I am excited to dig into this one. I've honestly been mulling over this one for a little while now, thinking about it, thinking about what I really want to include in it and what I really want to talk about and the message that I want to get across because it's been something that's been on my mind for quite a while from personal experience and also because I'm just seeing a shift in the online space. I'm seeing a shift. I'm just noticing big shifts and it's time to talk about this stuff. Obviously, you saw the title, trusting yourself, being authentic. I'm going to talk about it a lot in terms of the online space and for people who are in that online space and have businesses online and kind of use social media or whatever it is to promote their business. And I'm going to talk about that because that's my experience. That's what I have experience in, but you can also relate this to whatever you want. And if you're someone who's listening and you don't have an online business, this is going to be good for you to listen to. So you can start to be aware of the things that maybe are causing you to doubt yourself in terms of whether you can trust yourself and be aware of more things in the online space that are inauthentic. It's not just for people who have online business. I want to support you wherever you are at, but ultimately this is what I talk about, business, stuff like that. Okay, so the first thing that I want to say is I've also been thinking a lot about last week's podcast episode. And this idea of quitting personal development has been on my mind for a long time. I think about it very frequently. And I recorded the podcast and I felt like maybe there was still more that I wanted to say about it. I'm not sure if there's still more I want to say about it. But what I did come to when I've been thinking about all of this stuff about quitting personal development and I was like do I really it's not that I think that all personal development is bad and I did kind of narrow it down I was really thinking like what is it about personal development that is kind of grinding my gears rubbing me the wrong way and it's not all personal development as I said in the podcast because I still do mindset work I still listen to podcasts that have positive mindset messages and I look up research things that I want to learn about like inner child work and I did say in the podcast that it all comes down to the intention that's behind it. Are you doing it from a place of fear, a place of I'm broken or are you doing it because you're like I am here to develop as a human being and in order to to progress towards my goals. There are things that need to shift because I'm becoming the next kind of version. I don't even like that word, that kind of like talking about that way of talking about it anymore, but I am expanding into the next level. Again, that's also a term that I don't love, but for the sake of just explaining my point, I'm going to use it in order to get to that next level. You do have to grow. You do have to dig. You do have to have new ways of thinking and being, and that requires personal development. So I don't think that all personal development is bad. 
inherently, but what I did realize really grinds my gears about this. It's the influencer personal development stuff. It's the personal development stuff that has you doubt yourself. It's the stuff that makes you not be able to trust yourself. It's the stuff that's inauthentic. It's the stuff that promises that if you just do what these gurus tell you to do, then you'll be as successful as them when maybe you don't even want to be like them. They just have us so caught up in this idea of making it to the top and getting more and having more money and having more stuff and personal development, this, 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 this. And it's just this, it's just that. It's that that grinds my gears. It's the personal development that is selling a dream, that is selling an idea, that is selling a lifestyle that we are told we should want or we should have and then proceeds to tell us that if we buy their thing or listen to their thing or do their steps that we can get there. And I don't know if that makes any more sense than what I shared last week, but I've really been thinking about it a lot and the topic that I want to talk about today. Now, the stuff that I want to talk about today is this is stuff that's been on my mind so, so much because especially with the trusting yourself aspect, trusting myself, trusting my decisions, trusting my ideas, trusting my beliefs, trusting myself just in general was Something that I really, really struggled with a lot at the beginning when I started my business. Not so much anymore. I don't struggle with it, but sometimes I do catch myself questioning myself and questioning my ideas and questioning my own creativity. And I think part of it, I'll, I'll get into where it kind of comes from and what I think. I have notes I wrote notes as usual because I felt like I had a lot to say about this. And anyway, I just had challenges with trusting myself and I've done quite a bit of work to figure out the areas in my life and the areas in my business where I'm not trusting myself and the beliefs that come along with that or the beliefs that kind of make those behaviors happen and where it comes from and how... And the behaviors too, the behaviors that stem from the belief that whatever, the beliefs around I can't trust myself or something like that. Someone else knows more than me, blah, blah, blah. And now I've kind of lost my train of thought, but it it really leads into being more authentic. And both of these things, being more authentic, trusting yourself are things that I've seen other people talk about a lot. I recently started following someone on Instagram. Her name is on Instagram. Her handle is copy by Kylie. I think that's how you pronounce her name. I'm not exactly sure, but it's K-A-I-L-I. That's how she spells her name. I'll leave her her Instagram handle in um, in the description of the podcast in case you would also like to go and follow her. But I love what she's been talking about a lot lately. And what she's been talking about a lot lately is thoughts that I had also been having for such a long time, but was, I guess, too afraid or I didn't feel confident sharing these thoughts because of all of the stuff that I'm going to talk about around trusting yourself and being more authentic. And basically, I 
I think I was afraid to share these kinds of thoughts because of, I couldn't, I didn't think I could trust my own thoughts and my own beliefs. And I was kind of like, I guess, brainwashed, you could say, for lack of a better word, into thinking that I couldn't trust my own thoughts because then that would mean I was, had a lack mentality or I had a a bad mindset or whatever it is. And the point that I'm going to make today is that is kind of the point here with all of these, these influences and these fake or pseudo gurus, that kind of sounds better than fake gurus, pseudo gurus. And, you know, all of the stuff that's going on online. Anyway, I probably should get into it. And I'm, I'm going to talk first about trusting yourself and trusting your own beliefs, trusting your own ideas, trusting your own creativity, your thoughts, your feelings, and things that are going on for you, your experience. There are a lot of people out there who want to conti- want to convince you that they know better than you about what's good for you. And they benefit from you believing that they know better than you about what's good for you. Something that's coming up in my mind right now is something that I see a lot in online advertising from coaches, from whatever. I just see this a lot when people are offering stuff. They're like, blah, 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 blah. I'm selling this thing. Here it is. It's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer. And I just do not like this this term no-brainer. Someone else trying to tell you that if you have to think about it, then like, well, you shouldn't have to think about it pretty much. You don't even have to think about it. Don't even think about it. Just, it's, it's easy. Just buy it. Just buy this thing, get this thing, and you don't even need to think about it. It's manipulative. I don't, I don't like it. And this adds to the idea that we can't trust ourselves when people are in their marketing people online convincing ourselves that we shouldn't actually have to think about it someone else has done the thinking for us and they've decided for us and so we should just do it and even if we're having feelings like I don't want to buy this thing I don't want to do this thing but it's a no-brainer maybe there's something wrong with me because it doesn't feel good for me but like apparently it's this is the thing that I'm supposed to do because it's a no-brainer and that just kind of came to my mind there about something that I wanted to share. But the point here is that we are being conditioned and we're so used to right now looking up to influences and online personalities to allow them to make our decisions for us. We do it with shopping. We do it with like career stuff, relationship stuff, so many things. We are outsourcing our own decision-making process. We are outsourcing our own thinking processes, our own intuition. We're outsourcing it all because there is so much going online. There's so much stuff out there where people are saying, buy this, buy this, do this, have this, quit your job. You can be a millionaire, blah, blah, blah. There's so much stuff that we almost have decision fatigue just from all of this. Whoa, that was really loud. There, 
There is construction happening across the corner from my house. I'm sure you've probably heard me complain about this before, but there's just trucks going by my house all the time. It's really, really annoying. My neighbor is apparently also doing redoing his bathroom. So there's like random banging on the wall, but we're just going to keep going. We are outsourcing our decision-making process and all of this stuff because there is so much out there. There is so much going on in the world. We have decision fatigue. We are leaving it up to other people to decide what we want, what's good for us, what feels good for us. And it can also be really scary to, to make our own decisions, right? To have our own thoughts and formulate our own thoughts in our head and then trust those thoughts. It can be scary to have a thought, to formulate a thought, to make a decision based on that thought, to take action based on that decision because maybe we wonder or we worry if we're going to make the wrong decision or if other people will like it or if someone's going to like try and cancel us which is like oh my gosh a whole nother conversation uh so we outsource our decision making to other people we outsource our own values to other people we outsource our own intuition and our everything we're outsourcing it to other people and these people they say that they're good at it you know it's very enticing and it's believable when someone comes up to you and says, I've got the steps for you. I've got the process for you. I've got the product for you. I've got the thing for you. And they make it look all nice and they make themselves seem really credible with the things that they say to give themselves credibility, like especially in the online coaching industry. There are so many people saying, I have the steps for you. I have, I can give you this blueprint. I can give you this thing and you're going to be like, you're going to make so much money in just six months. I see this stuff all the time. And at first when I started, I saw it, it drove me nuts. And I was like, am I the only person who thinks that this is absolutely ridiculous? Thinks that it's absolutely ridiculous that someone is saying without knowing knowing the other person's business at all, they're saying, work with me and you'll make $100,000 in six months. You will be a fully booked out coach. Work with me and you will do this. First of all, first of all, it's illegal to make income claims. So don't do it. And secondly, then they use the amount of money that they make as though that's we're supposed to use that to think that they are credible we're supposed to see these people and say you've made a million dollars so I guess I'm just going to believe what you do and what you say because you must know what you're doing and results are not typical just because someone else has been able to create something that they wanted build a business that they wanted get the job that they wanted, live, I don't know, however, do whatever the thing is that they're telling you about, doesn't mean that they are going to know how to help someone else achieve that thing. They don't, maybe don't know how to help different learning styles 
like help people who have different learning styles. They may not be able to effectively help people who have different uh, processing styles. They may not necessarily know how to help people who have trauma that is possibly preventing them from taking action. And trauma work is for therapists, not for coaches. There is like, it, there's just so much that comes into it. And when I first saw this stuff, I was like, am I the only one? I can't be the only one who thinks this is just absurd. And it really sucks for the coaching industry because there's so much good and help and benefit that can come from the coaching industry. But it's when things like this happen, it just gets watered down and it just becomes about making money. And it just comes becomes about getting likes and getting followers and I can't go along with it. And so for the longest time, I didn't speak up about it. For the longest time, I didn't trust myself about it because I was convinced, brainwashed, told, whatever, that if I think that these people are like doing something unethical, uh, I don't know what the word is for like, without integrity, lacking integrity. I just was like, these people are doing something that rubs me the wrong way. It doesn't feel good. I don't think it's a good practice what they're doing and how they are going about it. Does that mean I have a money mindset issue? Do I have a lack mentality? Am I being a bitch? Uh, Is there something like wrong with me? Am I just complaining? And that's gaslighting. That's, it's so interesting how there's so much gaslighting wrapped up in all of this as well. You can't question the person or their methods because then they say, well, if you're questioning my methods and my intentions and the way that I'm doing things, you are the problem. You have the problem. And that is gaslighting. That is gaslighting. But it works so well. It works so well because they, it's just, Gaslighting wrapped up in a really pretty bow. And just because it seems plausible doesn't mean it's actually true. Well, maybe I do have a bad money mindset. I mean, I do worry about money and I do worry about paying my bills. So I guess they're right. I must have a money mindset issue. It must be my issue. Wow, I'm such a bad person for questioning them. I need to find out what's wrong with me so I can question what I'm doing wrong. And then ultimately these, these, you know, these people who are doing these things are never questioned and they get to continue. And I guess the point that I'm trying to make here is if you doubt yourself, if you aren't trusting yourself, if you aren't able to trust yourself, you don't know how to, you don't feel confident to, you're not sure, it's not your fault. Things have been created, especially in this online space, to make you doubt yourself. And we can even go as far as even if you don't have an online business, but if you're using social media, if you're doing these things and maybe you're still not able to trust yourself you're not able to formulate your own ideas your own opinions you're you've you've maybe you're listening to this and you're like you're right I am outsourcing my opinions that is even a huge thing here outsourcing your opinion we don't even have to relate this to online business we can just say outsourcing an opinion 
right? Where in the past year and a half have you formulated an opinion or let's not even say formulated, taken on an opinion, a belief that you just got from someone else? Someone told you about something, something is good, something is bad, this is the way you should think, this thing over here is bad. Where in your life have you taken, you've heard something like that, or you've read something like that, you've just read it, and you're like, hmm, that makes sense. I will believe that too, or I will have that opinion also, without investigating it further, without figuring out if it actually fits within your values, without figuring out where it came from, where this opinion stemmed from, what are the repercussions of having this opinion, what are the consequences, who was the originator of this opinion, what belief system or philosophy is this opinion based in. Even think about that because that is that is dangerous to, we can even say, our society at large. We can even say that it is it is dangerous to outsource your opinions. I think though, when we tend to not trust ourselves more, most, when our opinion is different from other people, right? When you have, like for me, for example, when I'm seeing all of this stuff in the online space and I was afraid to talk up, I was afraid to say my thoughts on it, At the beginning, because I was like, well, no one else is talking about this. And everyone else says that if it's, if I have a problem with, or I'm questioning how someone else is doing things, then the problem is with me. So I guess the problem is with me. I'm just not going to trust my own intuition, my own thoughts that I formulated on my own, right? When everyone else is saying zig and you're like, hang on a minute, but I think I want to zag, then in those situations we're more susceptible to not trusting ourselves, to questioning our own beliefs and ideas and creativity and desires because everyone else is doing it a different way. But this is when it's the most important. Trusting yourself is can sometimes be going against the grain. And it's a practice. It's a practice to trust yourself. Maybe you need to go through your beliefs My beliefs have changed completely in the past year and a half on a whole lot of topics that I won't go into here, but I started questioning things. I started questioning where this philosophy came from, where this belief system came from. I started questioning why all these people were saying this one thing and I was like, that doesn't feel good to me. That actually sounds really stupid what the heck this doesn't make any sense but so many other people are just going along with that without literally having any idea of (laughs) what it actually truly means and it can be about going against the grain and it's a practice it's a practice to trust yourself especially in a society where we're told that we shouldn't we see stuff on social media we see stuff on in the media where we go to school and we're told what to think We're told what to write about. So we have to practice being able to trust ourselves. And you have to start small, you know, and 
if there is fear that comes up around trusting your own ideas or formulating your own ideas or your own opinions, like you're allowed to, you are allowed to formulate your own opinion that you haven't heard somewhere else, that someone hasn't told you that you have to do, that you didn't read somewhere, wherever you read it. You are literally allowed to formulate your own opinions, research the stuff that comes into your own mind, find out if it fits anywhere, find out if anyone else has got any research or anything on that as well, you're, and then, and then go with it. And if you, you do some research and like, actually, that's not what I believe. That doesn't feel good. I've done the research. That doesn't feel good to me. Let's try this other thing instead. You don't have to be this way or that way right away. You are allowed to use your own intuition without thinking that you have to answer to someone else without thinking that you have to do it to please someone else. And sometimes you're going to have opinions that other people don't agree with. Sometimes you're going to have opinions that rub people the wrong way. Sometimes you're going to have opinions that shock you and you're like, whoa, I did not know I thought that because I thought I thought something completely different, but actually this is what I think. And I know that there can be fears that come up for around this, right? When you're trusting yourself, you're practicing trusting yourself. And because that's what it was for me, right? I had these fears that if I speak up on these things, that I feel that uh, maybe people won't like me or people think I'm a bitch. That's like one of the things I think that's like kind of in there for me sometimes is that I'll say something and like, and this stems from the belief that I used to have. I know that this comes from the belief that I used to have when I was a kid that, oh, no, I had it when I was an adult too, but um, that people don't like me. But that belief originated from when I was a kid. And I guess some of the other like side beliefs, branch beliefs I would, I had created was that I'm a bitch. People don't like me because I'm a bitch. You know, when we have these limiting beliefs about ourselves, we create other beliefs that kind of prop that big limiting belief up. And sometimes when we are creating these limiting beliefs, we create reasons for it. So people don't like me because I'm a bitch. So, you know, there were things around that, like, will people not like me? And literally the stuff that I am was afraid to speak about is literally the stuff that I'm speaking about on this podcast right now. I'm, I'm speaking about it, the stuff that I was afraid to speak about. But it was, are people going to think that I have a bad money mindset or stuff like this? So when you're doing this, when you're learning to trust yourself more, to believe yourself more, believe in yourself more, this isn't even just about trusting your ideas. This is about like trusting yourself overall, trusting that you, you can make decisions for yourself. You can make good decisions for yourself. And the decisions that you make for yourself are the right decisions. Whether or not they have the outcome that you were intending on, it's still the right decision for you because you made it. You made it. You you looked into your values, you formulated your own opinions, you did the best with what you had at the time, you decided it for you, not someone else deciding it for you. And then what, maybe if someone else decides it, if we just kind of outsource our decisions to an influencer or some guru, pseudo guru that we 
don't have to blame ourselves or take responsibility when it doesn't work. Maybe that's why we do it. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's really why we do it is because we're, we don't want the responsibility of actually making the decision. But when you are in this process of trusting yourself and practicing and the fears come up, you need to ask yourself, are they ultimately true? Are these fears ultimately true that people will think I'm a bitch, that I have a bad money mindset? Well, no, I know I don't have a bad money mindset. Will people I think I'm a bitch? Uh, Maybe. Do I care? Actually, no. If the worst case scenario was to occur, what would it be and how would you move forward? Tim Ferriss, I believe, has a really good exercise called fear setting. So you should look that up. But this was one of his processes. I haven't done it in a long time, but it was something that I used to do. It's called fear setting. And basically it's figuring out the what the when you're going to do something, maybe you're afraid to do it, figuring out what the worst case scenario would be, and then figuring out how you would move forward. And he has a whole process like questions and stuff. So definitely look that up. But that could be something that you're doing here. And one of the other fears. I think a lot of people have, I know I had, was that if I am, if I trust myself and I speak up about what I want to speak up about and I speak my mind, will maybe, will I push people away? Will, and for me, it has to do with business. Like, will this mean that people won't like my business anymore? Maybe people won't like Create a Mind Academy. Maybe people won't like Create a Coach Method. I was worried about that. But... And this takes us into our next point of authenticity. What I have learned and what I have seen is that, yes, you may push some people away, but you are going to draw the people in that resonate with your message and that resonate with you. The people that you kind of let, I'm doing push away in quotation marks here because I can't think of another term, but the people that you push away are never going to have been your people anyway. They are never going to, even if they did work with you, maybe they wouldn't like your style anyway. Maybe they would have complaints. Maybe they wouldn't get the results. Maybe you're just not a match anyway. But what I've seen and something that I, that really kind of set this in for me was again, um, Kylie, the, the other person that I was saying about earlier, copy by Kylie on Instagram is I found her recently and I went on her Instagram and I watched some of her stories. I think I found her through a reel where she was talking about like personal development gurus that, oh, I can't even remember what it was about, but she was, it was, it was all in the caption and she was talking about like Tony Robin and Rachel Hollis and about how these personal development gurus aren't, aren't amazing and how we look up to them probably for the wrong reasons, something like that. But so I followed her because I was like, I feel the same way. So I followed her and I looked at her stories and ever since then, she's just had fire stories calling out BS in the online industry in the online kind of, I don't even know, because it's not just course creation, but like Instagram online space. Yeah, I really can't think of like an overall all-encompassing term. Maybe it's like online business space. Maybe that's what I'm trying to think of. But really calling out BS, calling out pseudo gurus, calling out people who say they're experts when they're not, people who are just BSing. And her stories are fire. I literally love when I go into my Instagram and I see that she has a story there because I'm like, I want to see what she has to say. 
I relate to her. I love the way that she speaks. And she's something that someone that I would consider working with, right? And that's the thing. When you are authentic, when you speak your message, there, there are going to be people who don't like it. There are going to be people who do not like it. But there are always going to be people who don't like what you have to say. You cannot hold yourself back or try to manipulate people into thinking that you are a certain kind of person to keep them around. Not speaking your mind or trying to people please just to get more followers or get more likes or to not like upset someone with something that you say is a form of manipulation. And it's not like this outright, you know, it, it, it's, it's manipulation. And I, I'm not, I do this too. I've done this too. I've held myself back because I'm like, I don't want people to think I am this certain way. I don't want people to think I'm a bitch. I don't want people to think I have a bad money mindset. But we're doing ourselves and everyone around us such a disservice when we are not authentic to ourselves. And I know authentic is like this buzzword that people say all the time. And it's just unfortunate that it's become a buzzword, but it's the best word that I can think of. But it's it's so important. It's so important, especially if you are a business owner, it is so important for you to be authentic, for you to know your values, for you to know your boundaries, for you to be able to form your own thoughts and opinions, for you to be able to trust your own intuition, and for you to speak your mind and stick to yourself, back yourself up, believe in yourself and not outsource your decisions and your opinions to someone that you think should be making your decisions and having like telling you what your opinions are because they have more money or they have more followers or they get more likes or maybe you think they they're better looking than you or whatever it is being authentic is a rare commodity in the online space these days and going back to the story that I was just sharing about Kylie I think that's how you say her name. Kylie, I'm just going to say it like that just because I think that's what it is. Uh, it's, and there's other people who do the same thing too. This is just a very recent example that I can give is seeing her authenticity is what draws me to her, right? Whereas sometimes I see some people on Instagram talking in their stories and I'm like, I do not believe a word you're saying. It's coming across as ingenuine inauthentic and I don't even believe that you believe what you're saying there are some people I'm like I think you were just saying this because you think you have to say it in order to get a particular result and being authentic is not about sharing every single detail of your life in order for you to be authentic and I'm sorry that I keep using this word like I don't even like I don't even like to continue using it, but it's just the best one. In order for you to be authentic, it's not about sharing every single detail of your life. You do not have to share on your stories what you had for breakfast or what your relationship is like or if you cried on the weekend or what color you're painting your toenails or whatever. It's not about that. It's about being truthful to yourself and to your values and not compromising them for the sake of followers or likes or money or whatever else. So that's the main 
gist of what I really wanted to talk about today. And that's, yeah, that's pretty much everything. At this point, I want to encourage you to, like I said at the beginning, to think about what decisions and opinions you may have outsourced in your life recently, even what beliefs you've outsourced. That's a big one too. What beliefs have you just inherited from someone else or allowed someone else to decide for you that you believe that or that that's your opinion on something or this is where you stand on a certain topic. Ask yourself where you've done that and if maybe you don't believe that or maybe that's not your opinion and question what your opinion really is. And I want to encourage you to be more authentic and allow yourself to be more authentic. Allow yourself to share your opinions and what's true for you and push the boundaries of what society, Instagram, whatever, the people around you, push the boundaries of what you think they think is okay. I'm not telling you to go out and be mean to people and hurt people. Do not get me wrong here. I am just encouraging you to show up for yourself, to start trusting yourself and go even as far as speaking up for yourself or even if it doesn't have to do with something that you need to speak up for, for example, even if it's not this huge thing, just trust your ideas. Trust your creativity. Be authentic to yourself. Be authentic in your own life. Allow yourself to do the things that feel good for you. And I don't mean like feel good in a wishy-washy way. I mean feel good in a way that feels true and honest for you and for your beliefs and your values. Show up where you need to show up and I'm going to do the same. I am making the commitment to be more authentic with my beliefs because for me personally, I feel like that's what my clients and my students need from me. They need me to, I need to be the example. I have, I am in this position when it comes to my students and clients that I am the leader here. I am the example. So I have to show up in a way, in such a way that it, it encourages my, my students and clients and uh, gives them the confidence to do that for themselves too. So that's actually been one of my goals and one of my things that I want to do with my business and that I aim to do and that I, I, I actively work on doing is being the example. And one of the things when I was in the landmark forum, or maybe I was in the advanced course. Oh, geez, two years. Oh, wow. Two years ago. Wow. Time flies. Two years ago, we had a partner. Like when we first got in there, we had a partner based on who we were sat next to. We turned to the partner and said, what do you want? Or we were explaining what our goal was and something, something else. And I was speaking to someone who I didn't know at the time, but as it turns out, is a very successful entrepreneur, angel investor in the tech industry. And I had no idea who he was until afterwards and someone told me. And I spoke to him and I was like, I want to be so extra 
that it gives my clients and students the confidence to do that for themselves too. And I'm talking extra in the way of showing up for myself, speaking my mind, formulating my own opinions, being true to myself, being authentic. Now, you may not have some grand thing where you want to lead the way for other people and whatever. That's okay. You do it for yourself. Do it for yourself. Allow yourself to be true to yourself. Don't compromise your values for the sake of followers or likes or not being canceled. Like I said, a whole a whole nother story. But that's it. I think that's all I really want to say. I think I've gotten my point across. I am hopeful that I did. And also I want to reiterate, being authentic isn't about sharing every single little detail of your life online. You do not have to do that. Absolutely, you do not need to do that. No way, shape or form do you need to share every single little detail of your life. Decide what you want to share, decide what you want to keep private and that's that. You don't need to explain that to anyone. All right, that's enough from me. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I don't know what the next one will be on, but send me a message on Instagram. If you have any suggestions at brookalexander.co is my Instagram. And that's it from me. I will catch you in our next episode.